Blog Talk Radio. Lotus Development, Apple Computer, and IBM. 
She is also a talented artist who works in collections from New York to Australia. She is also a licensed mental health counselor. Beth's creativity extends into many areas, writing, stained glass, oil painting, acrylics. She's based in Massachusetts, so that's why you heard me say about the snow. She is currently working on a sequel because I brought her on um, in a previous episode to talk about her book, Many Wars, Many Years. So I am bringing on Miss Beth Macy. Good evening, Beth. Good evening, Janet. How are you? I'm doing fine. So what did you think about the ten, well, the five weirdest things <laughs> that one hundred got See, I wanted to I was because I could have shared that with you. Uh, I I I just I love the moose heads and the garden gnomes. I I was thinking, what is that saying? One man's junk is another man's treasure. I I couldn't quite get there for them to be my treasure. Um, I I was just thinking that perhaps they had been listening to your show and finally decided to declutter. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. Well, my favorite was. The six-foot hot pink walkie-talkies, <laughs> or or the diffused World War II bomb. I mean, really? I mean, that? Yeah, yeah. That's and that's yeah, a, and where, that was the top five. So who? Where do you even so. get six-foot tall pink walkie-talkies? I mean, it's amazing. That person had to search for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and really, what what is in your thought process to think? Why well, I have to have these? I have <laughs> to have these. So, you know, what, you know, it's funny. Is sometimes we think we have to have something, and a, a couple of years later, <laughs> say we say exactly that. What on earth was I thinking that I had to have this? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You do. Years later, when maturity and wisdom. Sets in, and you're thinking, wow, what was I thinking? What was I thinking? But tonight, Beth, of course, you know, the the topic is sharing space in business, love, and life. Mm. And because, you know, we share a space at work, we share a space at home, and sometimes I've noticed, especially as a consultant, I see how people – they do things that can really sometimes, and they, and they may not even be conscious of it, but they can really disrespect, disrespect their, their coworkers by just some of the things that they may do. So, and, and, and some of the things that you've experienced, what are some of the things people do just by the stuff that they bring to work can really show, like, hmm, I may be disrespecting my coworkers. Well, one thing I've, I've noticed at work, of course, they're going a lot more to open space uh, type of uh, layout mm-hmm. in the workspace, and so people are sitting closer to each other. They're sitting without having the office walls to protect them, so so they're interacting a lot more. And um, I know there was one person at this one company that I was working with who loved sardines, and you know you open a can of sardines and that's pretty smelly. Uh, and <laughs> people finally had to do a intervention to get this person to mm. stop eating smelly food. Uh, and you know, the the guy didn't really think about it. He just liked sardines, and he brought them for lunch. Um, and so, you know, I think it's a lot of times, as you said, people aren't 
you know, meaning to tromp on other people's space, but um, they do either by odor with the smelly food or noise. With the cell phones, you can talk on your phone anywhere. And we don't realize, you know, we'll be sitting in a train, somebody will be talking in his outside voice on the phone, um, you know, in, in a shared work um, area uh, to be talking on the phone or having even just friends will stop by to chat and someone's sitting right next to you trying to work and here you are chatting with your friends. So, you know, it. it I think it's disrespect without meaning to be disrespectful, but it means we need to be more sensitive, especially as we're sitting more and more um, around in open spaces like that. And, and I agree because when you were saying about the, the phone conversation, it made me think about a person who she they had the earphones in, but you could still hear the music, and they would do this air guitar thing. It was just you could always tell when that song came on, it was like the head would be bouncing and everything. So yeah, sometimes it's like it's not intentional, but I have it. <laughs> and the other, and finally, a coworker had to say, "I can hear you from all the way over there. I can mm-hmm. hear you." Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, you're right. You're right. Of- and even like with the food. I'm sorry, what were you going to say, um, Beth? Well, a, a lot of times, you know, it is that noise um, boundary. And, and other times it it can even be um, the fact that, you know, you're messy and um, mm-hmm. or creatively cl- cluttered um, and uh, the person next to you is very neat. Um, there are a mm-hmm. lot of, uh, you know, Felix and Oscars in the world. And I know I shared an office once when I was uh, a developer in my early days with a man who was very, very neat, filed everything beautifully, and I kept everything in piles. And it drove Mm -hmm. him crazy to be in a room and see piles of papers and stuff. He wanted to file them all. But but you know but but and and then again I knew some I mean I'm one of the people who puts everything away but I also knew somebody who liked to pile but I think for us what worked is she let me know like because there were times when I needed certain information she would let me know like okay this I knew what piles represent this pile represents these type of files and these are the so I kind of knew and I think also a lot of times when you had an open communication with your coworkers. Should you not be the neat freak, um, because even sometimes that can, can just drive people crazy, but at least if you communicate and saying, okay, this is the way I have my workstation and this is how um, these files are set up. But then, again, there was one gentleman I know, nobody liked to put anything on his desk because they know it would just get lost in that Bermuda <laughs> Triangle forever. And, <laughs> and it would just, like get lost, and I didn't even want to leave a note. So what I would do is I would write a note on a big colored Post-it and then put it in his chair or post it to his computer terminal, or sometimes if it was really important, I would just come back. I'd be like, I Mm. can't take the chance because I would look at his workstation like I can't take the chance of this file getting misplaced. So, But what are some... Communication is 
is important that you were talking about, you know, to understand people's differences. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. And, and even because of the way I, I worked, I would even kind of have like, okay, these files represent this, um, that anything over 30 days old, and and these are things that I'm currently working on should you need to look for something while I am away or out of the office. So you're right, that communication is is helpful because um, it keeps things harmonious in the workplace. But and I think respect. I think respecting people and knowing they have other values than you have. Mm-hmm. And if mm-hmm. something is really driving you crazy, like the man who was eating sardines, drove a lot of people crazy. And so the intervention was a very friendly one. It was a very nice one. And it it gave way to lots of sardine jokes in the future um, and was sort of bonding in the group in the end. Um, And that could have been a very controversial discussion. It could have uh, been angry. But instead, they they realized that he wasn't doing this on purpose to drive them crazy, but it was driving them crazy. Um, And I think it's important to set boundaries that way, to say, I just can't take this um, behavior. What can we do about it? Like when I was sharing the office with that man, uh, we agreed that we would put a strip of tape down the middle of the office. On my side of the office, I could pile things up all over the place. On his side of the office, he filed, and my piles didn't end up on his side of his office, and he didn't rearrange stuff on my side. And and, uh, Mm -hmm. people laughed at it, but it worked. It it gave us our space, Mm -hmm. and and we understood that the other person had to work that way. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think and I think that's the key to a shared space at work that everybody has their own style of doing things and it's respecting the other person um and 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 allowing the other person to work the way that that best suits them and not trying to to really change somebody. So now that we've figured, you know, we've covered work. Let's let's go home. <laughs> which, which I know which can be really fun. And as I was sharing with you earlier, um, you know, I had surgery, so my girlfriend stayed with me for seven days, and basically, you know, I'm the neat one, and she's not. And I've known it. I mean, we've been friends for 30-some years. So, you know, she came, and, of course, I know she had a laptop, and, and I know she was going to do some work here, so she took over my L-shaped desk, and, um, you know, she had her luggage, and she's doing things like cooking for me and laundry and things like that. So I know that my systems, even though my systems stayed in place, but I know the way that I did things was going to completely change. I mean, and I just had to kind of, as I share with you, I just let go. Like, however mm-hmm. she decided to do the dishes, which, because, I mean, and it was funny, because the first day when she served dinner, she's like, okay, dinner served. She used these dishes that I hadn't used in decades. She bought out <laughs> glasses that I think I had used since childhood. <laughs> I mean, they were in the cabinet, but they were, like, in the back. She said, well, I thought they were cute and whatever. <laughs> but I was like, hey, I was like, hey, you know what? I love her. It's not really worth it. Um, so I'm going to let go. But, you know, I think, you know, so what do we, some, what are some of the things that, that you've seen, and, and I know I've seen things, that really we do 
in our maybe disorganization that really shows some other people that, you know, they we really don't care. I mean, I, one thing I see is sometimes even with people, they just come in and they just drop things at the door. They don't even hang the coat up. Uh-huh. Um, you know, those are some little things, or they just plop the paper down. So, you know, in, in your experience, what are some of the other things that you may have seen? Well, I think I think um, there are some certain uh, issues that end up between a lot of couples. One is you've got mm-hmm. the person that reads the paper and puts it all back right afterwards, right? Mm-hmm. And then you've got the person mm-hmm. that takes the paper and just scatters it all over the place, and, and the person who likes all the sections together goes for the paper, and it's, it's completely messy. Um, you've also got the toilet paper roll. That's a big one. Uh, does the paper go Ooh. over the top of the roll, or does it go the other way, right? Um, there's the how do you put things in the dishwasher? Um, the, do you put your silverware up, or do you put your silverware down? Um, there's leaving Kleenex around, right, little little balls of Kleenex all over the house. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, then there's, of course, the toilet seat up versus having it down. Um, the hair in the sink, you know, brush your hair, the hair in the sink. Mm. Um, and then, as you said, the, the just clothes on the floor, you know, the, the clothes go there, the clothes go on the table, the clothes go on the floor. So there's, you know, in my experience, there's there's some common things like that. Oh, and how people do laundry. Um, do they um, separate uh, yeah. them? Do they have things on gentle cycle? Um, you know, there's a whole thing around, and how they get folded. Um, do they? They? How do you fold the shirts? Some people fold them like you get them in the store. Other people fold them mm-hmm. the the different way, right? So um, it's it's interesting um, because a lot of these things are common among different couples and different people living together. And I know myself, um, you know, the toilet paper one is the only one I can't let go of um, yet. Um, (laughs) You know, I don't care. Put the dishes in my dishwasher a different way, fine. That's, I won't, it's, you know, it's not worth it, as you said, Um, but there's just something mm-hmm. about that toilet paper roll that drives me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that's interesting because yeah, the toilet paper did get kind of rolled, did get kind of switched up. But you know, it was, it was like okay, you, you know, I saw things that it was like, hey, I'm just going to have to let this go. But it was interesting because I have a certain way of stacking my dishes when they go in the cabinet. And then the day when I opened the cabinet, because she she had um, she stayed with me seven days, so she left, and I saw my you know my little saucers on some other plates, and I was beginning to like you know begin why, but then I realized you know what I know why she did that, because she doesn't want me to have to lift those plates in order to get the bigger plates. Oh, so she put them oh. to the side. So all I have to do is lift. If I wanted a small plate for a sandwich, but if I want a larger plate for a meal, my dinner, 
I don't have to worry about lifting because that was the whole thing. She had to go through the apartment and just make sure everything was either at a height I could lift because I can't do any lifting and bending and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, Because mm-hmm. at first I was like, why would she just mess up my entire system? But then it was like <laughs> I had to take a couple of deep breaths, Beth, and I was like, okay. <laughs> this is what she was thinking. She was thinking of me and mine so I wouldn't have to lift all of those plates just to get one plate. So... But, yeah, you're right. You're right. It's like little things, like the whole paper thing, um, you know, and I'm used to, you know, my mother, she would read the paper. My goodness, she put it back better than the paper boy gave it to us. <laughs> Mine, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wow. Um, but, yeah, you're right. It's like those little, those little things, and I think sometimes it's we have our own habits and routines, but also sometimes, I guess, thinking of the other person, especially when we're living in a shared space, it's like, okay, is it a, is it really about the paper, the toilet paper, how the dishes are in the dishwasher, how the you know how things are stacked up? I mean, she was gonna. I walked by with the recycles, and she took all of my little plastic bags. She's like, you know, not a single person doesn't need all these plastic bags. I said, well, I know, but do you mind putting them back, please? She's like, do you just mind? Don't throw them all out. <laughs> so it's just, it's just like understanding all those little, our little idiosyncrasies and on how we can live together in a shared space. And I think you're right. I think much like um, working in a shared space. Having respect and and having mm-hmm. some conversation, uh, uh, especially when you're mm-hmm. living with someone, um, to talk about mm-hmm. the likes and dislikes and what are pet peeves, and whether it's something you to ask yourself: Do I really need to hold on to this? Um, you know, mm-hmm. and and the toilet paper roll still gets me because in the middle of the night I yeah. can't think which way am I by swatting at it, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. That can just mess up. Yeah, but I had to think through the 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 you know the the dishwasher. Do I really care? No. You know how to do mm-hmm. laundry. If somebody really is um, thinking they want laundry done differently, then fine. Do your own laundry. It's uh, you know because mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. I'm at an age where I'm not going to retrain myself. Um, but if you want your laundry done that way, then go do it. That's fine. Otherwise, this is the way I do it, and that's a nice, you know, sort of compromise. And I think it's looking for those compromises and looking at um, what you can let go of and and what you you really, really, really need to hang on to. And is it is does it still serve you well? Is it something you you still need to hang on to, or is it old stuff? And I think that's and I think that's the key is the compromise. Like you, right, you're right. You got to let go of some things. It's like, is it important for you to do it your way, or like you said, there's certain things you the toilet papers and the and the laundry. But if you don't like the way I do the laundry, then you just do it yourself. So I think that's that's a good way of looking at it. It's just all about compromise, all about communicating, compromising, and saying, okay, yes, you're gonna. You're really going to water all my plants right now? She's like, yes, because they all need water. I'm like, okay, all right, go right ahead because I'm sitting here and I really can't move right now. So. <laughs> and I think, you know, as, so you I am talk about, as you talk about your friends, you know, there's, there's a lot of love and a lot of years and a lot of friendship there. Mm-hmm. 
and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know what's it sounds like what's important to you is that friendship over and above this other stuff mhm and i think when we're yeah. living with someone we have to think through it, you know is what's important do we is this person important and if so mm-hmm. let me step forward and work it out with them yeah and yeah. you know and, and not just get angry key. yeah yeah and i think that's key and i think that's even whether it's a work or a home living shared space it's really communication um and compromise and just figuring out what works best where you feel um, your needs are met, but also that you are at least listening to and respecting the person that you are either working in a shared space with or living in a shared space with. And I I love so. that it it the communication and compromise and and setting clear boundaries where it's important. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is part yeah. of that communication um, and also compromise. So the two C's: communication and compromise. That's yeah, I, I'm going to. Feel that. <laughs> <laughs> That's please feel free. Feel free to feel free to Beth. You know, I could always I could talk to you all night long just about mostly any topic. <laughs> but do you have any like final things, any tips or anything you feel for people out there who may feel like, okay, tomorrow's Tuesday, I've got to like put on six, seven layers and I've got to go in that office and sit next to whoever it is again, or, you know, the night is ending and they are just looking at a house where it seems like everybody decided to strip down to, I guess, the clothes that they have on in the house, but boots are here, scarves are there, Um, you know, the only person, (laughs) the book bag is over here. I mean, one one time my girlfriend said that she wanted every child to come into the family room and pick up their book bag because they all came home. You know, she had about like eight children. They all came home and they just decided. She said, "Everybody back in this room now." I almost went back in there because you know when mothers get that tone, you feel oh. like the call is out for you too. Yes, so you just oh. start. <laughs> I was like, I started to pick up my book bag, too. She said, Janet, you don't have one. I said, I know, but you just had that tone. So do you have any, like, just any, any like, final tips, nuggets? Well, I think I think breathe, um, you know, is, okay. is a good good uh, thing. To take that pause, um, you know, there's going to be times when we just react. Uh, you know, I wanted to yell at myself after, you know, we've been – snow and and wet clothes and and shoveling and and I had my shoveling stuff all over the heaters and and it I I really wanted to yell at me what's the stuff on the floor uh, <laughs> but um you need to to sometimes just take that breath before taking that 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 exhale of yelling and and just clearly state i mean you may have spent the entire day cleaning up the house and and then all of a sudden you know there's book bags all over the place or mud tromped in after you've you know washed the floor um you know and and it it feels disrespectful and is disrespectful so you know to look at calm assertiveness 
um, to look at the way, a way to be assertive without being angry. And I think that that's um, part of our communication and compromise is to, to be able to um, be assertive, set clear boundaries, um, and to state when we when we have had enough and to help other people um, uh, carry their weight of of keeping the house from from being a disaster area especially when you're sharing a space um it 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 is important to have it um a little more organized so that um it doesn't become uh, something that drives both people even the you know the person that's neater and the person that's messier at some point it you start to clash unless you have that clear Communication and compromise, the two C's. <laughs> yes, the two C's, the two C's. So, Beth, how can people get in contact? We get a copy of your book, get on your mailing list for your next book. Ah, yes. Um, my website is uh, www.manyyearsmanyworlds.com. Um, they can contact me at info at many years many worlds dot com and um uh I'm also on Facebook under many years many worlds many years many worlds so um lots of different ways there but if they just remember uh they can google many years many worlds or just google me Beth Macy and uh they'll find me well listen to that listeners you can google her name Beth Macy or many years many worlds, and get a copy of her book. Beth, I thank you once again. I will pray for a slow but soon spring for you because you don't want all of that snow to melt at once. Oh, thank you, Janet. (laughs) You you are just a a wonderful human being. I I love being on your show. Um, Always a fascinating topic. Um, And... uh, um, you're, it's it's great the tips that you give your listeners. So listeners, listen up to Janet because she's she's really <laughs> sharp here. <laughs> well, I will be calling you back because see, you know we we have to, we have to continue our our movement for the whole you know simple Christmas thing. I really enjoyed last year how we we just communicated and talked and you know discussed some things. So you definitely have to come back again for that and this simple Christmas and how it's not necessary for us to go out there and buy another flat screen TV when you've already got five in the house. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Thank you, Janet. (laughs) What a pleasure. All right. All right. You take care. You too. Okay. Hello. This is Motivated Michelle Farmer of Mary Kay Cosmetics, and you are listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized with Janet Taylor. Got Clutter, Get Organized podcast is happy to be sponsored by Audible.com, a leading provider of spoken digital audio entertainment and information. They have over 150,000 titles to choose from, and you can listen to them on any device, including whatever you're hearing us on right now. And if you sign up to our unique URL, which is audibletrial.com, with slash get organized, you can get one free audiobook and one month free trial of service for free. And tonight, my book suggestion is Organizing from the Inside Out by Julie Morgenstern, fellow 
professional organizer, and it says that this book really helps you on getting organized. It's a skill that anyone can learn, and the beauty of Julie's system is honed during her many years of her professional organizer is that it enables you to design a unique organizing plan based on your individual goals, natural habits, and your psychological needs, a plan that will work with your personality rather than against you. Again, it enables you to design a unique organizing plan based on your individual goals, natural habits, and psychological needs, a plan that will work with your personality rather than against it. And I chose this book because we were talking about shared space, and this can help you. Figure out a system just for you so you can use it and implement it at work, at home, and in life. Again, it's organizing from the inside out, and you can get a free copy of this audiobook and a free 30-day free trial by going to www.audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. That was a great discussion. You know, I always enjoy talking to Beth Macy. And I'm going to kind of piggyback off of our conversation because we were talking about um, just the space, how to really learn how to communicate and um, our needs, as well as really learn how to um, respect the needs of our coworkers and those we are living with. So I wanted to give you five tips on how to stay organized as you share a space. Number one, you need to respect other person's space. Don't put things on their desk. Ask them if there's a specific place where you can place items needing their attention. So that's the first thing. Don't just throw things on the desk because if you throw things on the desk, it gets lost, you're going to get frustrated, they're going to get frustrated. So let them know, hey, I've got this information about the project, I need to drop off at your desk, where's the best place to put it, so that, um, you know, it will be, uh, you will be able to handle it and find it the first time you look for it. So that's the one thing. Respect another person's space is the biggest thing. Also, always put things back where they belong. So if you take something out of file, put it back. One, it helps your coworkers find things. So that's respecting everybody's space. So everybody doesn't have to kind of go when they need a file. They go to your desk because they figure, well, you know, everything gets lost on so-and-so's desk, so let's look here first. But if you get into the habit when you take things out of the file and put them back, and then people start seeing that, then they will know if there is a file that they need to find or information, documentation, they will go to the file. And I say that even though I know a lot of offices are paperless, but I was um, recently on a contract where we had physical files. So I wanted to take that into consideration as well. Now, moving to the home, number three. When you come home, hang up your coat, put away your shoes, and don't just drop your bag or tote anywhere. Have a designated place. Now, a lot of families, they have nice little hooks in the entryway where they can hand the kids can hang their um, their tote bags, their book bags, their backpacks. Have a place to hang your coat. 
have a designated spot for your shoes. And, of course, you know, with a lot of us in areas and parts of the country where we've got snow and slush and rain, wintry weather, you may just decide when you come into the mudroom, you take your, your shoes off, your boots off. But even if you just have a designated place for that and you hang your coat up because it saves Everybody, a lot of frustration because especially in the morning, you don't have to figure out where everything is. You know, your shoots, are, your boots are by the door, your your bag, your 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 backpack is on a hook somewhere, and your coat is in the closet. Always put things back where they belong. So in the house, you're you're sharing your house with kids, spouses, maybe other relatives. You take things out the drawer, you put them back. It makes it so much easier for people to find things. People aren't fussing. Um, So it just lets everybody live in harmony and show respect for one another. And also schedule time to work together to maintain order. So maybe there are times when you're coming home, everybody's tired, hungry, and you just want to sit down and eat. Well, you know what, before you go to bed at night, make sure all the shoes where they belong, coats where they belong, bags where they belong, bags are packed. So that, again, you don't have that stressful morning and you don't have to deal with all of that stress of everybody. Where is my stuff? You know, you may be asking mom, you may be asking dad, and and they've already got million and one things on their mind. So making sure everybody works together to maintain order. So I'm going to read those again. Number one is respect another person's place and just ask them where you they would like you to put specific information as it pertains to the project um, and the job that they're working on. Always put things back where they belong in the office. If you take a file out, put it back. When you come home, hang your coat up. Have a place for your shoes. Hang your bag, your pack, backpack. And number four, always put things back where they belong and then, of course, number five, schedule time to work together to maintain order. So that is this week's Taylor's Tip Time. So now moving on to my Janet's mailbag. I, of course, want to thank you for all your emails, your tweets, your posts on Facebook. Thank all of you for following me, especially those who are following me on Instagram. I thank all of you for your well wishes on Twitter, Facebook. I really appreciate it, and I am recovering well as I You've heard I, you know, uh, my wonderful best friend stayed with me for seven days. So um, that allowed me to rest and recuperate, which is something much needed for me right now. And I'm going to continue doing that. So I'm just on a slower and a more limited schedule over the next several weeks. Well, today is Monday, and you all know what tomorrow is. Tomorrow is Toss It Tuesday. So, this week I decided that it's time to purge. And it's time to purge those boxes that have remained unpacked since you lived in the house. We're talking about shared space, talking about shared stuff. And you probably moved in the house maybe two years ago, five years ago, ten years ago or more. And life goes on. And there were so many other things that took top priority in your home and in your life. And those boxes still are down there. Some of that stuff you've never even, you have no clue as to what's in them. 
And a lot of that stuff you no longer want, need, can use, wear. So I would like to take for those of you who are living on the East Coast where where you're living with mountains of snow and bitter temperatures and you just don't want to go outside, go in that basement. Just take one box. I'm not telling you to tackle. I don't know how many you have. I'm not telling you to tackle all of them. And just go in there and just start clearing that stuff out. Let it go. Let it go. You're all in shared space, and every single square footage inch is valuable real estate, so let's start getting rid of stuff when it on to you. So that's my Toss of Tuesday tip. And if you come across something interesting, especially like I just shared with the the 10 weirdest junks of 2014 with 1-800-GOT-JUNK, take a picture and and, and let me, you know, see what it is. Um, of course, if you don't want me to share it, I will not. But if you say, hey, Janet, and I will ask you, can I share it? I'll share it. But if you say, Janet, I would prefer for you not. I just wanted you to see it. I will respect it, and I will not share that. So, again, tomorrow is Toss to Tuesday. So I will um, hope you can participate and maybe show your throat. Well, my app suggestion of the week is Pocket. Pocket. You can put articles, videos, or pretty much anything into Pocket. Pocket, you can save directly to your browser or from your app like Twitter, Flipboard, Pulse, and it can be used for the Android and the iPhone because sometimes we just have so much stuff that we want to read, we want to do, we want to research. But unfortunately, you know, time, life, work, everything else is going on. So, therefore... We need to an app that can organize it all, and we can go back to it when we have a little bit of free time. So my suggestion this week is Pocket. Now my product suggestion is Overstock.com has this wonderful, sleek-looking coffee table that provides beauty and function. The deep espresso color with the silver tone drawer pulls gives your home a contemporary feel. And... Basically, it's not only great for just using as a coffee table, but it's got drawers so you can put anything like maybe your remotes or maybe some of the kids' uh, toys or some other things in there and use those as storage. And if you go to my social media page, whether you go to Twitter or Facebook or LinkedIn, after this show, you will be able to see what it looks like. But I thought that was a great product for a shared space, whether it's a family room or living room, where you can he can have his drawer, you can have your drawer, kids can have a drawer. But it's a great way to keep things accessible and organized for everyone in your shared space. And my repurpose suggestion is basically converting an old TV armoire to use as an organized bedroom storage unit. And, of course, you can find that out by going to my Pinterest page at www.pinterest.com forward slash Janet M. Taylor and go to my repurpose section, and you can see that wonderful how they repurposed an old TV armoire to use it as bedroom storage. So that's a great repurpose suggestion for the week. 
Now, of course, I hope all of you who are listening for a couple reasons. One, I hope you do take advantage of some of the free resources I have available. It's 30 minutes or less, Simple Tips to Organize Your Life ebook. And it's an ebook that provides you with 30 tips that you can do in 30 minutes or less to organize the area of your home, office, and your life. And you will get an email basically asking you some questions about your project. Do you have support? What type of project you want to get started on? What are some of the areas in your life you want to get organized? And if you respond to that, I'll respond back to that email. So, again, that's my 30 minutes or less Simple Tips to Organize Your Life ebook. My second free resource is 25 Tips to an Organized Office ebook. And in addition to that, you get an audio of how to have a smooth morning routine. So it's 25 tips to an organized office, which you get 25 tips to organize the areas in your office, and you get a free audio on how to have a smooth morning routine. And, of course, if you like, 101 Secrets to Living an Organized Life is my book, which, of course, um, is 101 Secrets to helping you organize an area of your home and your office and your life. And, of course, you can get all that on my website as well. And I just want to let you know, for those of you who listen to this via, of course, you may be listening via iTunes, via Stitcher Radio, via Blog Talk Radio, but I actually started signing up so now I can get notices, and that's the wonderful thing. And, of course, all of you out there probably already know. But once the show is archived, you get a notice saying, hey, there's a new podcast of Got Clutter, Get Organized. So that's a great way because I know a lot of you out there are very busy and you've got a lot of things going on, so you can't always listen live. And and I appreciate all of you. I truly do because you motivate me to do what I do. I mean, last week I was just – you know, unfortunately, I thought I was going to release from the hospital a little earlier, but I wasn't. But I did make a commitment, and I wanted to do this show. So I did that, and even tonight, um, I wanted to make sure I did this show because we are actually counting down to 300. We're at 294 right now. So we're counting down to 300. I'm so excited, and it's because of all of you out there that I would have made this possible. Well... Next week, we have Lynn Edwards will be returning on getting the junk out of your social media. So for all of you who have a a business, small business, home-based business, starting a business, this is a great show for you. So whether, you know, if you're still using flyers, what are some of your alternatives, how you can maximize your social media usage, but just how to really maximize the technology and the resources that are available to to to, to um, really improve your social media and your marketing. So it's getting the junk out of your social media marketing with Lynn Edwards. And then, of course, soon spring will be here. And Felicia Wallace-Benton will be returning with some closet organizing tips, some closet organizing tips. So, again, next week is get the junk out of your social media marketing with Lynette Edwards. And then, of course, um, closet organizing tips with Felicia Wallace-Benton following that. 
Well, my quote for the week is, the only real security is not in owning or possessing, not in demanding or expecting, not in hoping even. Security in a relationship lies neither in looking back to what is nor forward to what it might be, but living in the present and accepting it as it's now. And Morrow Lindbergh. And it says, the only real security is not in owning or possessing, not in demanding or expecting, not in hoping or even. Security in a relationship lies neither in looking back to what is nor forward to what it might be, but living in the present and accepting it in the now. And Morrow Lindbug. Well, um, I am, of course, going to end the show here. I truly appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you can join me next week. Um, share this show with your family, friends, Facebook, social media. Follow me on Organizer Janet on Instagram. And again, we are counting down to show 300. So, if you haven't already done so, please go to my website at www.janetmtaylor.com. And I hope all of you, especially those of us who are living on the East Coast, you know, you have a warm, safe evening, warm and safe week. And, of course, all of you everywhere. Until next time, I want you to have a clutter-free day, but most of all, have an organized week. Organization is a quintessential element to a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to solve your organizing dilemma. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are tuned in to Got Clutter? Get Organized.